Shamai, hello and welcome to this podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Williams, and in this week's episode, we'll be putting Merthyr Tidville documentary filmmaker Johnny Owen and Line of Duty and Trigger Point star Vicky McClure in the spotlight. We'll be discussing topics ranging from Johnny's recent honorary doctorate at Swansea Uni and Vicky's MBE to upcoming projects and the secret behind their decade-long relationship. I'll give you a clue, it comes in a mic. Let's start off with yesterday then. Such a brilliant, lovely thing to have for you. You know, you were a student at Swansea. How does it feel when you get that call uh, to go back for something like this? It must be just just lush. It must be lovely. I was amazing. You know, I was it was uh, it was out of the blue. So it was you know lovely to find out that you know they've offered me the doctorate. And um, like you said, because I was a Swansea University student way back, you know. I think it meant even a little bit more that, you know, it was my old, you know, university and the people that were there. And I did have a brilliant time there. It was a great university and it did change my life for the better going there. met brilliant people that I've kept in touch yeah. with, but it did mean a lot, really. And, uh, yeah, we went back down yesterday, didn't we, the day before yesterday, and they took us around and they made a real fuss of us and we went to all the meals and all the rest of it. Everybody was just lovely. So, yeah, it was just uh, it was a lovely moment, really, and it couldn't have gone any better, to be honest with you, Were you nervous when you had to go up and... Did you have to do that thing with the hat and ship the thing? I don't know what they do anymore. <laughs> well, I did have a gown and a cap on, and, and I had sort of like there's a very specific way of doing it. You go up and you stand by the person, and then they somebody said something about you, and uh, and then you go when you receive the the certificate, and then you do your speech. And I was a little bit nervous in the sense of like so it was good to have a few pre-match nerves, keeps you on your toes. But they were brilliant, the uh, the students, weren't they? They were you know they were really receptive. I made it about them really, you know. Because they've yeah. had a tough time with COVID and all the rest of it. I think this generation of kids who are going through school and university has been really hard for them, you know, mm. in a way that I didn't experience. So, you know, I just sort of said, I ended by saying to them, like, you know, they're allowed to party, not just tonight, not just for the month, for the rest of the summer. So that got a big cheer and a clap, yeah. didn't it? So, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was lovely. I mean, Swansea you, uh, University do it brilliantly, you know, the, uh, the graduation ceremony. And uh, they do it at Swansea Bay Arena, which is the first time I've been there, which is a lovely new building. So it was all done fantastically well, you know, uh, the music. and But it, it was kind of like, it was very traditional in some respects, which I like, but also very modern, which I like as well. So there was like, it was a nice mix of the two, really. So there was lots of cheers. There was lots of families there, you know, seeing their, their kids after all the hard work was brilliant. So you'd have this thing where they'd say the name and everybody would cheer. And I liked that, you know, I thought it yeah. was lovely. And, you know, it was uh, it was just a nice atmosphere there, wasn't it? Yeah, really nice. I always wonder with those things, because um, I'm probably never going to get one, uh, you know, it must be <laughs> such a different day from when you graduated the first time, you know, what, 24, 20, when did you graduate? I can't remember. 20 odd, ten, 20 odd years ten, ago, we'll say. 10 years ago. He's lying. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my no, question yeah. doesn't really apply now, then, because, you know. <laughs> 100 years ago, yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it, it was, um, I, do you know, it was a funny thing, Kath, but I never went to my graduation ceremony because I got a job. Um... I was working at HTV. So that was my first graduation ceremony, which made it really nice, actually. So uh, the irony was that I never actually went to my graduation. I just got my certificate sent me in the post because I was working. I couldn't get the time off work, which was fine. So it was a nice sort of double celebration, yes, of yeah. the fact that there was my 
first graduation ceremony with all the students that were graduating themselves. So it was kind of like a, a nice double celebration. But Vicky was lovely because Vicky and my family were up in the box. They really looked after yeah, her, didn't they? Yeah, they really did. Yeah. It was yeah. amazing. The family loved her. It was, his mum was quite emotional. Was she? Yeah, she was. I couldn't see. She was so far up. If she like, <laughs> it was like it was like I was in the arms park and I was on the pitch and she was up in the top tier. Do you mean I couldn't really see her? Couldn't tell oh, what I... she was. I bet she loved it, though. I bet she sounds like a right character, your mother, from what I think it was what Katie's been telling me in the past. She sounds like a hell of a girl. So I yes, bet yes. she loved it. What was the um... Valley's girl, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> what was it like for you, Vic, kind of seeing... Jo- Sorry, very informal then, Vicky. Well, um, oh, nice time, Vic. Oh, uh, nice it's, a, it's a Welsh thing, isn't it? It's a Valley thing. Can't help but... You've yeah. shortened your name, but I short. I'll go that one step further. <laughs> it must be lush for you to see Johnny kind of honoured in this way. How, do, how does that feel? Yeah, it, I was really, really proud. You know, I could tell how much it meant to him. Ever since we've been together, he spoke really fondly of his time at Swansea University. He's always been a huge, you know, he's been a huge educator in my life, that's for sure. Um, and so it was inspiring yesterday, the speech that he made really was you know a very sort of from the heart human kind of speech and all about just giving it your best shot um there's so much pressure now and you know I think it's really important to educate people but also just tell them that it's all going to be all right you know most people that get degrees at university don't necessarily end up doing what they got their degree in hence Johnny you know he did his degree in history and Look at the amount of different jobs that he's done since. Yeah. So it was all about just doing what you love. And me and Johnny are lucky enough to both do that. So, yeah, I was super proud, very proud. Thanks, love. <laughs> well done, you're well right. Done. <laughs> I think you two are a great example um, of that sort of thing. You know, Johnny kind of following your career from early on and all the different things you've done, the passions that you've managed to turn into work and see out and Vicky as well, I know, you know, starting in, in youth theatre and now you've started your own production company and, you know, you're, you're sponsoring, Is it? are you still sponsoring Merthyr? Um, do you know what? I got in so much trouble, you laugh this, Kath, but yesterday I was on BBC Radio Wales and I said, messing around at the end, they asked me, look, anything else, Johnny, you want to do now in life? And I went, take Merthyr to the Premier League, but it got picked up, didn't it, by the press? I was like, oh God, so there's all these articles they go in, Johnny Owen wants to buy Merthyr and take him to the Premier League. I was like, oh, God, I got myself in trouble saying this. You've got to be so careful what you say, haven't you? Yeah. Now was the time to set the good straight. <laughs> yeah. I was just messing around. I'm very happy being the shirt sponsor. That's all. I don't see myself as the new Ryan Reynolds. He's a multi-millionaire superstar in Hollywood. Yeah, oh, we're not there. We're not there. You yet. can make it work. You can make it work. Come on. <laughs> No, but that's what um, I was saying, you know, you both worked exceptionally hard right from kind of grassroots early on in your careers to now do things that you love. And so that must have been a great moment of validation, really, to to speak to those students and pass that message on. Vicky, with the choir and the MBE, uh, congratulations, by the way, I think I said it, um, but you know, well, you you two should be exceptionally proud of yourself. What is the feedback you're getting from your you know your buddies at home and uh, you know that sort of thing? Um, I think it's a mixture of how on earth. <laughs> I always get people going like, "Do I need to bow now?" That's one. Yes, and also, yeah, yeah, yeah. I for the doctor when I get like 
can you check my feet no then or you know can you check my barred arm that's 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 the joke <laughs> you get mostly from some mates the vast majority of course are really you know pleased and very complimentary and and i think you know it's it's all part of like keeping you keeping your feet on the, on the ground really isn't it i, I mean what's important is the fact that you know johnny and myself are both very very close to our close friends from before all this came about you know and always will be our sort of reality comes first and it just so happens that what we get to do in our jobs and in work that we do and that kind of stuff you know people are proud of us because they can see that we do put the effort in uh we do want to make a difference I always say you know you've got to try and leave the world better than you found it and that's kind of you know us doing our bit but every you know so many people are doing so many good things and they're not going to you don't know their names they're not going to be given accolades like this and so on behalf of those people you want to kind of go well yeah we'll take it because you know we know that from our backgrounds it's really unlikely that we're going to get doctorates and MBEs and all these kind of things and you're not doing it for that either that's that's the other thing you're kind of you're not going oh I'm going to do loads of charity work because it might get me this it's like we do what we do because we love it and because we want to help and because we're connected to it you know I'm connected to dementia through my grandparents and Johnny's connected to you know football in a big way and there's lots of charities that he supports with that so it's all very organic and I think that's Mm. how it should be for us because first and foremost we're actors producers and you know that's kind of like our day job if you like but you know Johnny used to work at Hoover's and I used to work at H Samuels so <laughs> you know that's still very much in our in our souls you know that kind of yeah. work and that understanding of real life is is important to not lose yeah yeah brilliant what I I, I was thinking earlier on as well kind of a weird segue from that is representation you both give for where you're from uh, you know, your accents are the same. And for for me and others like me and friends and family and people from around you, that's that's so important to to hear and see people like you on screen. Eh? And I'm saying that as a very kind of lucky professional white person from the valleys, but I, I think we are very underrepresented, John, do you think? Yeah, I think, you know, the the class thing is still, you know, something that is very important and, and, you know, other things like race and gender are super important as well, of course, you know, but class is important, yeah. you know, being working class is still sort of, you know, your ch- life chances are more difficult in many respects, especially we've discovered in sort of media in the last 10, 15 years, it's become more and more difficult for kids from our backgrounds to go to university and to, to certainly sit in you know on drama courses and things that the, the fees are astronomical and we were talking about this yesterday me and Vicky as we were sort of driving um, back last night you know it's it's the aspirations you know it's like you need to say to kids really you know from our areas and our backgrounds you can do this mm. you know you can be what you want to be that was kind of like my message to the students yesterday you know find what you love and let it consume you that was my you know my thing you know and, and yeah. don't worry don't put pressure on yourself you know, it might take you time, experiment, you know, it's okay, you know. What seems like the end of the world now, I said, you laugh at in 10, 15 years, and you, you will, you know. So it's just trying to tell people to sort of like, to, to, to sort of be calm and to sort of realise it's good and bad days. But also, you know, I think the big thing that we, me and Vicky, try to talk about is equality of opportunity. Nobody can argue against equality of opportunity. You know, if you do argue against that, then, you know, I think 
think you're wrong. I think everybody should have the same chance, shouldn't they? Yeah, and there's a lot to be said about, you know, forging your own destiny and success because you didn't get it on a plate. You know, me and Johnny are very lucky to have the things that we have now and be able to help the people we, we help, but you know, we've worked for it. Mm-hmm. And so there's a sense of pride in that. There's a sense of, you know, you put the graft in. We're both from very sort of hardworking families. That instilled in us. and. So when you do get a result or you get, you know, some success off the back of something, you really sort of like feel like you can give yourself a pat on the back because you worked hard for it. It wasn't just placed in front of you and given to you because of, you know, connections that you have and all that kind of stuff. And I think that's important. I think discipline and sense of pride and stuff like that only drives you to want to succeed more and help other people and bring people in and give them opportunities. And, um, yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, I was, we were talking about, I think Stormzy famously, there's uh, a scholarship to Oxford, isn't he? You know, there's something he pays for. And we, you know, when we did Without Sin, we tried to use as much Nottingham sort of crew and cast as we possibly could. You know, that when we were quite insistent on that, and I want to do the same when we do stuff in Wales, you know, trying to use local people and, and things like that. So there's very, you know, physical things you can do to help you know that's certainly something in time that me and Vicky would look at some kind of scholarship that we could do in mm-hmm. one of the universities certainly you know in Swansea or not and then for somebody from a certain background to sort of mm-hmm. get an opportunity because I think you know that's the most difficult thing I think at a very basic level it's just financial yeah. it's hard for people to sort of go yeah. to university because you just leave with so much debt you know and that's there's the no thing. if people go to me how do I get into acting and I'm like I don't know anymore. You know, the answer yeah. is like it's not as clear cut as go to college or go to drama school or go to university, get this particular degree, get this particular result, and therefore you're on your way. You know, even if you studied at RADA and you had all the money in the world, it still does not potentially guarantee you to have work. You've got to have the talent and the brawn and the yeah. you know and the sort of commitment and the thick skin and all that kind of stuff that comes with it so you know there is no one way fits all in this industry especially in creative industries so for me and Johnny to try and like you say go to Wales and find those people that are out there that aren't necessarily on the database of you know whatever database it is you're looking at you, you've got to put a bit more work in and we're willing to do it you know we're willing to do it because people did it for us that segues nicely into my next question. I've used the word segue a bit too much this conversation, sorry. That's well, um, good. good. What's it's, a segue? What's next for BYO films then? What's the next what's next on the slate? Well, the slate basically is very, very, very exciting. <laughs> but that's so all you can say. I, mean, I don't want to do that thing where we um, go, oh, we can't tell you. But until things are signed, sealed and delivered, it's just too much of a fragile industry to yeah. get excited about. Particular- we have got a commission. We can't say yeah. it. It's with Paramount Plus that starts. Um, yeah, this year. This year. Um, but, you know, there's lots of really exciting projects. We've got some incredible writers, you know, incredible working class writers, new writers, experienced writers, um, established writers. We've got a real sort of varied spectrum of people that are working on particular projects for us projects that we're really passionate about stories we've wanted to tell for a long time stories that people have come to us with and said they've really been you know desperately trying to get something across the line and what I love more than anything is 
you know, being able to give people that opportunity to get it in front of whether, you know, whatever channels it might be. And look, anyone that's listening to this that is in drama and anyone that's in development knows how difficult and how time consuming it is. Mm -hmm. However, you know, we've got an amazing team at BYO with um, Natasha and Danny, who are our head of development and script editor. And they're brilliant. You know, they're both very experienced and very willing to give these people time. So we're doing great in so much as we've, you know, we've got projects off the ground with Without Sin and My Granddad's War as co-productions. Um, together Stronger. Together Stronger. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we've got something else in the pipeline this year. Other than that, we're just, you know, we're just waiting now and we're just in development and having a great time creating these yeah. stories. It's, you know, it's really exciting. Is this where you... At this sort of, I don't know if this is a dark question. At the start of your career, is this was this your dream to sort of have an umbrella over everything, be acting, be involved in kind of projects at the source and producing and that sort of thing? Obviously, Johnny, you've done that for a good while, but um, was that sort of like a joint dream that you had? Um, it, do you know what? It was a funny. It again, I feel like it's been quite organic. You know what? Me and Johnny do well, thankfully. It's worked well together, not just personally, but professionally. And Johnny's always been super encouraging and always trying to push me. And I hope he feels the same. But um, it was more Johnny sort of going, you know, we have an opportunity here where we could really set something up for people and really Mm -hmm. help people. He knows that that's something that I'm passionate about, but didn't have the infrastructure to do it. So because of people like all three media that again you know they could see what we were trying to do and what we what you know the plan was it just kind of happened and sometimes that you know if I'd have had that in my plan sometimes if you have too much of a big plan you kind of go your expectations are so high yeah it's so precarious that you you know I've had letdowns all my life it's just a you know it's an industry of rejection so it was nice, really, that it just kind of came about, didn't it? I mean, I think for me as well, you know, obviously I'd done a lot of different things. So, you know, I'd, and I'd sort of got to an age where I thought, you know, I've got good experience in certain things and it doesn't, that doesn't guarantee that anything is going to be a success, of course. But what I did think is, well, I'd like to have a try. I'd like to give it a crack, you know. And when I got onto the board of Nottingham Forest as a director, I was obviously surrounded by people who were CEOs and what you call senior management, you know. CFOs and all sorts and I thought well you know after after about two or three years that I could do this you know and use the same principles in in the film world you know it's all about recruitment it's all about the people you get you know in, in football it's about the manager and the players um, and I thought the similar principles could be used in in the media world you know it's about the people that Vicky mentioned getting Danny in getting Natasha in and you know and then getting the best writers in and then casting it the right way it's the same principles the same and anything's the same in your business Kath mm-hmm. it's about the people you bring in and managing them, you know, and, and I thought, you know what, I'd like to have a crack at it. You know, I'd like to sort of try and run it and, and do it for the right reasons, as Vicky said, try and give people opportunities, try and tell the stories we want to tell, uh, do stuff in Nottingham, in Wales, you know, outside London. You know, you have to do things in London as well. It's not getting away from that. It's, you know, just impossible, but you can take things out of the regions. And that was the sort of the basic of it all, really. It was sort of, I got to a point in my life where I thought, you know what, the ultimate thing was I was getting offered things. Vicky was getting offered things, and that's an amazing position to get to in life, you know, because you spend the first 20 years, Vicky said, really wanting to get parts and things, mm. begging for work almost. You just are. 
and everybody's in the same boat. And then all of a sudden, then you sort of seem to sort of cross over into this land where they suddenly go, well, we're going to offer you this now, we're going to offer you that because of your previous, you know, successes or history or whatever you want to call it. And we got there. So I said to Vicky, well, look, now we've got there for docs and dramas. Why didn't we form our own company and we could have a bit more control and we can sort of sort of dictate mm-hmm. what the company philosophy, what the company ethos could be. And that's where we've got to really. And we'd be very yeah. lucky. And that's what mm-hmm. BYO is, you know, just for argument's sake, sponsoring Merthyr, that just sums it up for me. Yeah. It's a dream scenario to be <laughs> to be on the Merthyr shirt. Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh, God, I got this opportunity to help my my local town club, you know, and which I, a club I love and I've loved since I was a boy. So just on those grounds alone, just for the last two years, we've sponsored Merthyr's kit. I'm happy with that. Yeah, exactly. So you know, it's 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 you know, it's lovely what you were saying earlier on, Kath. You know, it's great to get all these accolades like MBEs and doctorates and all those kind of things. Um, but you've got to keep going. It doesn't mean it's the end. You know, that's what I thought. You know, I left there yesterday and I went. God, I feel like you know. You felt inspired. I felt inspired. Yeah. I was like, we've got to do more now. We've got to try and do more. You know, try and do more yeah. stuff to help people and do what we can. And that's that's a good thing. You know. So talking about organic then, let's let's flip back what is it now? Maybe like 12 years. If you two, if you hadn't cast Vicky in Svengali, yeah. none of yeah. this would have happened. Oh, <laughs> yes, you know, like personally <laughs> and professionally. I know, I know. Yeah, um, it is weird, isn't it? We often sort of, you know, go, God, where would we be? Or we'll yes. look at each other and go, how have we ended up being together? <laughs> like... You know, it's just, it's beautifully random and meant to be. I think we are, from uh, I know, exceptionally similar backgrounds. Yeah. I mean, it is quite freaky, really. Same parents, relationship dynamic, brothers, friends. So, you know, it, you know, opposites attract is apparently a myth. Apparently the more... Oh, don't worry. We, we don't have the same taste in music. The only thing is music, yeah, yeah. Um, but pretty much on on all the other stuff, like you know, we're, we're very similar, and I think yeah. that helps, doesn't it? So I understand each other, and I, you know, Vicky said yes, interestingly enough, in an interview. I think the reason why we work is we both know our industry. So if Vicky has to go for three months to Belfast to film Line of Duty, you know, it's fine by me. You know, I'm not going to there going, oh my god, you know, what about our relationship? I just don't mm-hmm. do that. And she's the same the other way around for me. If I work every weekend you know for two years on talk sport she doesn't go oh my god what about a weekends she doesn't do it like you know so yeah. there's an understanding there that you know our, our career paths mean working very specific hours and and you know and being able to understand the dynamic has been really important i think too yeah agreed that yeah. makes a great cup of tea there you go there that's you go lads there's, there's there's a line for you lads that's all good ones a nice <laughs> cup of tea Honestly, halfway there Cup of tea in bed in the morning. That's that's the. I do the morning tea. He does the evening. So does that mean you will be seeing Barbie, Vic, and Johnny definitely will? Because I read his status yesterday. Yeah, I'd rather see Barbie than open. What's it? Open handed. Yeah, I can't even say it. I want to see Oppenheimer. She wants to see Barbie, which just about sums up the dynamic and the relationship. And she, it's like she's much more. We have a great. I often say this. We have this wonderful battle in the mornings of BBC Breakfast and um, Good Morning TV. Whoever's in the room. Well, the thing is, I just find, you know, let's be honest, news is the most depressing thing on the planet. I don't, like, I don't want to hear about Britney. No, I, matter, no know? I know, but it's it's just, <laughs> there's just a bit more sort of entertainment. There's a bit more, there's a bit livelier rather than, I just can't, I can't handle the news at the minute. I go through phases where I'm like watching it morning, afternoon and night. And then I go through phases where I just can't, 
get involved it's you know you have to on a serious note you have to manage that because affecting everyone's mental health and it really is you know people are going what is going on in the world it's it's a lot to take and we can't take it all on and sometimes you do and you just go oh, i can't they should bring back you know. and finally remember the like no, names and finally they do do that i think Channel especially four. on itv news they still do it today i'm sure they do they have like a squirrels uh, well, you know or you know, something you <laughs> we need big breakfast back she wants big breakfast yeah. back she, she said that's what we all need in the morning Johnny Vaughan, I, I love Johnny Vaughan. I bumped into him in London the other day. He's still dead funny as well. Like, do you know what I mean? I think he's oh, on um, he's on radio now, and he's on um, Absolute, uh, I think, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So you're Radio yeah. 4, John, and Vic, uh, Vicky is like Radio 1. I'd be like Capital Extra Reloaded. Yes. Very specific. Or, oh. you know, Radio... Kiss FM. Kiss FM. Radio Extra, Radio anthems. 1 Extra. So Vicky's Kiss FM Anthems, and I would be Radio 4. No, Capital Radio, okay, Capital sorry. Reloaded. It's very specific. It's literally like just me falling back into the 90s. There we go. It's R&B all day long. And you can oh, have this exclusive. Very, I live oddly on... Oddly exclusive. Well, no, that just sums us up. And I live on the Rest is History podcast. That's all I listen to. Oh, I think I've heard that one. Who's, the, who's that one and Dominic Sandbrook, Tom Holland and Dominic Sandbrook. That is me. Vicky laughs me. I walk around, or every time I'm not sort of on the phone, I just got that playing. Just a history podcast. Fantastic. Brilliant. Does he, come, in, does he come into the room and go, did you know Charles the First? <laughs> and then I go, You're sorry, like, I can't hear you because I've got an ear pod in and I'm on the phone to Joe talking about <laughs> cleaning or what she's packing for a holiday or something else. Something that's just joyful. And... That's true. <laughs> I like it. Come in and go. The original Mexico City was on a lake built by the Aztecs. And she's like, what? What are you talking about? I can get involved every now and then. But it's, you know, it's, it's not all. No, I get it. I get it. Listen, you know what? You know. I'm half and half, I am. I want to see Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah, I've well, seen Barbie, Barbie I mean, actually. I love, I love Cillian Murphy. I love that cast. I mean, it's an incredible cast of people. I'll definitely go and watch it. But I think Barbie would be quite epic in the cinema. It I don't think fifty-two-year-old Valley Boys was the target audience for Barbie. Let's try it. No, <laughs> I think fifty-two-year-old Valley Boys are exactly the people who should go watch Barbie. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I'm it's brilliant. It's brilliant. He's showing his age now. Very old-fashioned. <laughs> they were they were umpteen kids there, like this, <laughs> and, and I'm the only one laughing. It's uh, it's good. Anyway. See, okay. I love. See, I love. Uh, I'll watch it, and for you too, I'll go and watch Barbie. <laughs> Will we see you on on screen together, like in anything? John, you're under drama for a bit. Could we see you come no. back on screen? Maybe. I mean, listen, you know. Can we see I, you I, in I, Line of Duty <laughs> when there's an exit? <laughs> yeah. Do you know, I just got so busy behind the screen, obviously, after, you know, because I, I. What happened with I Believe in Miracles? It was such a big hit, which was great. But I obviously got quite a lot of offers there, and I, that's what I, that's what I've done. And I really enjoyed doing it. I'd never say never, you know. If if mm. if, if if Scorsese give me a call, of course I'd be interested. You know, but I gotta be careful saying these things get I picked up. Yeah. Um, headline. Not, yeah. So your headline. Yeah. No, of course. Yeah. I mean, um, 
we did have a chat possibly about doing something together like a travel thing or something yeah, like that, yeah. so that may be something the next that's uh, not acting though unless you're going to act through it and yeah that we get on all day every day yeah exactly <laughs> maybe yeah yeah maybe we could get the cameras there anyway and yeah, yeah. yeah um, i think you I, should um, do a, a reality at home with vicky and john that would be brilliant now i've got a career to look after let's be careful <laughs> that. i ain't stepping into that world no 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 yeah, we cancelled, didn't we? Yeah, it? no, not for me. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for it. I watch some of it sometimes, but not for me. <laughs> no, well, I um, I don't know. I possibly, possibly. I mean, you know, never say never. Never say never. I mean, at the moment, we are so busy with the production. I mean, I got my own production company now. I can maybe pick myself apart, couldn't I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, at the moment, we're just um, we're just trying to get so many things sort of up and running and things and some things are up and running it's just so busy which is great so but no you know in time who knows Garth? Mm, i hope so i hope so so i meant we all met actually you brought it up you brought up lod john so i'm gonna blame you but as a massive <laughs> tv nerd i have yeah. to ask you what's going on Vic? come on you've got nothing Kath. sorry babe i've got nothing to tell you <laughs> that's it that's that is the long and short of it and I, i'm not going to say anything else because they pick stuff up and make it up as something I've said that I haven't. There is no line of duty news. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> End of chat. End of chat. But the only thing I will say is that it's not lost on me, Martin, AD, Jed, everyone in that show, that every single time we speak to anybody, they all ask. And we couldn't be happier that you still want it. You know what yeah. I mean? So. That's just a very special thing. The show went just, you know, incredibly well. And we love making it. We're a very tight-knit group. So, yeah, but I have just made Trigger Point, which is produced through Jed Mercurio and Jimmy Mulville's company, HTM. Um, and it went brilliantly well. It was another explosive shoot, as they as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, well, you know. Oof. Is the headline Vicky McClure an explosive shoot? <laughs> uh, it was great. Yeah, no, it's re- it was really exciting. The scripts were really, you know, really, really entertaining scripts. Loads of returning characters, new characters. Um, so yeah, hopefully I'll be able to speak about that more soon. Okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll we'll. That's all you can say on that. So thank you very much. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> now, a couple of months ago, I saw a clip of you speaking Welsh in Merthyr. Oh, was lovely. it in Merthyr? It was Merthyr Town. Club, yes. I can't remember what I said now. Oh, they got it. on SOC saying... Um, it's Heno, I think. It... Yeah, Heno. Did you Heno. say Kutch? You said it Kutch. I can say Kutch. I can say Tisha Parned. I can say Thumbless Harpest. Thumbless Harpest. I can... That one always... I struggle with that one. Diolch of I struggle with that one. Can another go on? Go on, you can do it. I believe in you. Go on. That's not bad, actually. She's very listening listen to you and my mother. You're pretty good on the Bally's accent now, isn't you? Yeah, not bad. Like, basically, when I speak to Carla, his mum, I just... Mum. Mum. That's the thing. I'm not great. <laughs> but, yeah, it's not too bad. <laughs> I do love it. I love it. And still to this day, 12 years in, I'm still... Doing it every day. Never gets bored. Never gets bored. Never gets bored, Kath. That's not bad, you know. That's not not bad. bad. I know. I think people think it's easier to do a Welsh accent than it actually is. I agree. Uh, So it's not bad. Um, 
Are you still enjoying talk sport, John? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm. Um, but I, I'm between me and you. Oh, I need to talk. I to between me and you. Yeah, I've, I've, um, <laughs> the the film figures were fantastic. So I'm going to go out on a bit of a high, and I've got my weekends back now. So I'm not going to go back on a Sunday. I've done three years getting up mm. at half past five, six o'clock. So they've been very, very good about it as well. Talk sport, and I am going to still do stuff for them, possibly in the week and things. But um, I put my weekend show to bed now. I'm uh, that's that's me done. Oh, that's a shame. You had some cracking crack guests on our mind. Oh, got some brilliant people on there. Um, had great fun with it and really loved it. And they were brilliant people to work with and all the rest of it. But uh, I just wanted my weekends back, Kath. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I, couldn't, I couldn't go up on a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I tried once or twice. Oh, doing that show with a hangover is, More is not once easy. once or twice. I know. So I was a bit like, so, <laughs> and then I thought, do you know what? I'm going to have my weekends back and... Um, you know what? When I used to do Soccer Sunday back in my late 20s, early 30s, back in the 50s in Wales, no, you know, back a long time ago, I, um, I used like to have to work weekends. Then. <laughs> yeah, I used to have to work weekends. And I can remember when I finished, I remember going, God, I'm glad I don't have to work weekends anymore. Like, you know, like a shop worker or something, you go, because you, your life is dominated by the Saturday and the Sunday. And then I ended up doing it again during lockdown, which wasn't so bad, but then... This last season, mm. it started to be more difficult to do because I was getting jealous when my mates were all out on a Saturday and going away for weekends and things like that. And I thought, oh, I want my weekends back. So that's why I've decided to, do. Mm. I've decided to get my weekends back. we got four minutes, 15 seconds left. So, okay. so I'm going to ask you another cheeky question now. You can answer okay. or not answer. You've been engaged for bloody ages. What's going on? Not answering. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Move on. I'll segue yeah. off on my two wheeler. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. The thing is, you know, the press will understandably speculate, speculate and want to find speculate. out this and that. But there's a certain amount of our lives that I want to keep private, and that's a part of it. Yes. Okay. A good try. <laughs> well done. Good yeah. Easy to win, Kat, as well. Yes, yeah. Clever, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I know, well, the thing is, you say the press, and then, like, I am. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but the thing is, it's all, I get it. And, you know, we're all nosy. We're all curious. We mm-hmm. all want to know. It's like deepest business. But I think there's a, you know, sometimes there's a bit of oversharing going on. And, you know, we're, we're fine. There needs it's to be a line. There needs yes. to be a line. Um, okay, we got a little, only a tiny bit of time. Uh, what's what's up <laughs> next that you can talk about? And what's next for the choir, Vic? What's happening next? What's next for the choir? Well, we just did Splendour. They just performed in front of like over 25,000 people, um, which was epic. They did so well. And Katie, Johnny's daughter, I was am DJing. Now, I am now Katie Owen's dad in so many places. I went to Scotland to a stag do the other day, and a spell of me in a bar, and he went, you Katie Owen's dad. I was like, good God, I, I was always thinking McClure's boyfriend. I'm now <laughs> Katie Owen's dad. This is a new thing. This is a new thing. That's um, awesome, though. Yeah, she's doing so well. She is. She is. She's, doing, she's doing fantastic. And it was great for it was great for her to support the choir because, you know, the reason that I'm so keen to do festivals and these kind of gigs is to show people, especially the younger generation, that dementia can look like this as well, which mm. is 
joyful and energetic and full of life and possibility and purpose and you know the choir certainly do that in bucket loads so they've got bags of performances coming up and if anybody wants to find out if there's anything happening near them because we you know we travel around the country uh, if you go on to our dementia choir website there's a, a sort of update there of what we've got coming up and yeah they're just changing the world bit by bit doing everything they can to showcase how to live well with dementia not just the choir members but the carers their volunteers you know it's really about them as well so there's yeah a lot of work to be done and lots of ambitious ideas that we have as well just to touch upon uh katie uh, you uh, you mentioned the ra- radio wales thing uh she's a she i spoke to her back last year and she's a lovely she's lush uh she's doing yeah. Well. yeah it's really good to see her doing so well and getting she's in America, she's America at the moment. She's in America. Uh, she just covered Rex and Talk Sport, and then she does obviously do the stint on Radio Wales, and she's uh, been doing loads of different things. And I, do you know what was really interesting was she did uh, the the gig with Vicky for Splendor, and tens of thousands of people. And I was in the audience, got Vicky on stage, doing all these amazing things with the Dementia Choir, and then Katie did a little set. I'm thinking like they're really good. <laughs> they were really good. Do you know what I mean? It was like she was brilliant DJing. Vicky was fantastic with the crowd and the audience, and I was very, very proud man to be stood there in the field. Awesome. Tens of thousands of people. But Katie's doing amazing. And you know what? She's earned her spurs, you know, because yeah, she's been up in London for a few years. Her, yeah. And she's really done, done the rounds as a DJ and trying to do loads of stuff. And she's been on Boogaloo and loads of covers. So she deserves it. You know, she's put the work in. That was a lovely uh, <laughs> day to end it. So thank you so much. Have a lovely thank weekend, you, guys. Enjoy Have a great that. Friday night. And um, see you soon. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of In the Spotlight and for more episodes of the podcast search In the Spotlight on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts for interviews with Stereophonics Kelly Jones, Mike Peters from The Alarm, Love Island winner Liam Reardon and more. And for more showbiz and TV news subscribe to our newsletter on walesonline.co.uk. 